0: Hey beautiful soul, this is the Menopause Coach Podcast with me, your host, Adele Johnston. I'm helping you create a vibrant life of joy and happiness without your menopause stealing your personal power and sass. Together, we're making menopause mainstream. And every year we're saying, oh, every year I end up with flu or I end up with illness or colds. But there is a way of avoiding that. And we can start with tip number one setting realistic expectations welcome back to another episode of the menopause coach podcast with me your host Adele Johnston as always I was speaking with a client this week and this topic came up in conversation during our one-to-one session. And I got thinking, she can't be the only one feeling this way because I know I too used to feel this way. So I want to share with you over the holiday season how we get to find joy amidst the festive pressures that can be felt either directly or indirectly during this time. And we know that the holiday season with... All of its beautiful twinkling lights and festive decorations and all of these celebrations that we have. Um, I've just returned from New York, having been out there on a business trip and managed to squeeze in some of the sights and the beautiful Christmas trees and festivities that were over there. Deeply, very, very grateful and blessed with the vibrancy that that had to offer. But again, I could see that so many individuals over there were falling trap to the festive pressures. So again, I know that my client is not the only lady that is feeling this right now. And if you too have clicked on this episode to listen to it because of the title, then I hope that this does help you to find more joy during the festive season. The most wonderful time of the year right, for some. But for others it can feel a little bit unique in its set of challenges and pressures and that can overshadow a lot of the joy and the joyous atmosphere that Christmas time and the festive season can bring. We're navigating this holiday season and some of us it requires a very delicate balance between the festive obligations and self-care of course and ensuring that we're bringing in connection and getting to see family members committing to all of the friend outings and maybe work and colleague outings. And it can be quite challenging then for us to ensure that the true spirit of the season during Christmas is found and not lost amidst all of that hustle, grind and bustle that comes about. So I want to explore with you during this episode the strategies for finding joy amidst the festive pressure. I want to bring some key tips to supporting you during this time and help you to avoid complete burnout and illness. That is my goal, my objective and my strategy for this episode today. So I want to start with understanding a little bit about what we can do to certainly avoid complete burnout and illness during this time. For many of us, this is the only time that we really take time away from work or our business or commitments. And what can happen then is we can start to feel a bit run down. The common colds and viruses set in and every year we're saying, oh, every year I end up with flu or I end up with illness or colds. But there is a way of avoiding that. And we can start with tip number one, setting realistic expectations. This can be so challenging for so many of us out there because we want to say yes to everything. We want to continue to spin all the plates and juggle all the balls that have been spinning or juggling for the rest and remainder of that year. And one of the main sources of unrealistic expectations can come from a place of feeling stressed during this time. Pressure can build. We can almost create this perfect celebration, theme and flow. So it's crucial to set these realistic expectations for yourself and for others what you do, others will see, feel and experience, especially in your own household and family unit. So this is a really important one, setting those realistic expectations and understanding that perfection is unrealistic, doesn't exist. There is no such thing as the perfect Christmas or the perfect celebration. So understanding that perfection is an unrealistic goal is almost my invitation to you for this top tip. It's okay if things don't go exactly as planned. It's okay if you don't even have a plan. It's okay if you allow flow and embrace the imperfections that can show up. Maybe you turn up to a store or a shop to purchase the matching set of plates and cups and all the things and actually they're short. They're one place setting short. And it drives you crazy. You flip over into overdrive mode of, well, it's ruined now. I can't set my table. I don't have all the matching things. The invitation here is to see that you weren't meant to have all of the matching things. You were meant to go with the flow, allow it to be what it ends up being, allowing the mismatch of chairs rather than having to go out and purchase more. It's about embracing the imperfections, focusing on the moments of joy and connection rather than flawless execution. We all know I used to be, and still am, a recovering perfectionist. I am someone who used to plan everything to an inch of its life and would be so super super organised that I would have everything purchased, bought, wrapped, all of the things were done before it even really hit December time. When I started to become a little bit more realistic with myself, I realised that actually that wasn't what brought me joy and it wasn't important to my family that they all had matching place settings. We get to drop the unrealistic expectations. We get to lift the realism around it all. We get to see that actually embracing these imperfections is part of our story and our journey each year. Instead of trying to squeeze everything in for others, not even just for ourselves, forgetting about ourselves in the process, then your own sense of fun and joy can leave you feeling a bit less than, less than happy, less than festive, less than excited, less than relaxed. So number one in all of this would be to set those realistic expectations for yourself. What can and can you not do during this time? Number two, prioritise your self-care. This is one that I know you know (laughs) because we talk about it in so many previous episodes. But self-cares is a non-negotiable. During the festive hustle, bustle and grind, the busyness of it all, it's easy to neglect self-care. This comes in various forms and it's not just about those, you know, popping on a face mask or giving yourself a feet up with a movie and, you know, maybe a bubble bath. It's taking care of yourself in a more essential way for navigating this holiday season with a bit of grace and joy. Yeah, feeling really abundant and happy. And it's also so vital for being able to navigate the long queues and stressed out shoppers that will ultimately leave all of their gift purchasing to the last minute. And that can tend to try and derail your own happiness and joy bubble moments. I don't know what happens to people at this time of year but it becomes almost like every person is for themselves and we forget that the truest spirit of Christmas time and this festive season is in connection and sharing love. Yeah, How many times have we turned up to a coffee shop and someone has been so inside their own thoughts they forgot to hold the door open and be polite. Instead of us becoming agitated or aggravated by that When we are doing our own prioritizing of our own self and self care, we send that person love because we can see that they are not in a beautiful, optimal state of well being at that time. So we get to schedule these moments of relaxation. They're vital, they're non negotiable. Whether it's a quiet evening with your favorite book, let's not forget to bring in this time for ourselves. It might even be a crisp morning walk with a podcast. Yeah, or a brisk walk in nature during this time. It's so beautiful to do. But prioritising self-care is really important as it doesn't just give you that rejuvenation of yourself and keeping your your well-being high, but it also allows you to be way more present and engaged during the festive season and all the gatherings that you get to have. So this becomes a non-negotiable. Number two, prioritising self-care. Number three, we want to, need to, and must establish our own boundaries. If we don't already have them strongly in place, we need to make sure that they are there. And I would invite you, if you take nothing else away from this episode today, I would invite you to start with some boundaries. Okay, learn to say no. No. It is not a bad thing. It is not negative. It is not making you a worse human being because you say no. It's okay to politely and lovingly decline invitations or commitments that may overwhelm you. Instead of saying yes to everyone for everything, be clear on what is and is not acceptable to you and set your boundaries to avoid burnout and illness. OK, this can bring ultimate resentment for this time of year. And I've heard it time and time again. Oh, I've got another Christmas party coming up or oh, I've just had this invitation to this thing. But the reframe in that is that we get to see how abundantly amazing is it that I get these invitations, that I get to go to these events if I choose to. You always have choice. So establishing boundaries helps you to prevent burnout altogether. But if burnout does start to happen, okay, and we know that it comes in very various different forms, you are able to allow yourself to focus on the activities that bring you genuine happiness and joy. So, communicate openly with friends and family, work colleagues, whoever you must communicate with, and set your limitations. Yeah, encourage the open conversations about these expectations during this time. And maybe you want family movie nights on a Friday night, therefore, you're never available on a Friday night. Just communicating that inside your WhatsApp group chats makes it abundantly clear to those around you that you are not available. So number three is about setting and establishing your boundaries, what is and is not acceptable for you at this time. Number four, create meaningful traditions. Now, this was one that I thought long and hard about because for some of us, traditions can bring its own sense of overwhelm, pressure, must-dos. But this is not about creating any type of tradition. This is about understanding what feels good for you and for your family unit. So reconnect with the true spirit of Christmas. And you can do that by these meaningful traditions or I suppose experiences, if you don't want to use the word tradition, that bring such joy to you and to your family. It might be that you have a family decorating of the tree. Or like a member of my team who said, oh, my goodness, Adele, I cannot face the tree. I like it when it's done, but I'm not there for getting it out the loft and for building it and for decorating it. It's not my thing. So she allows her partner and children to do the building and the decorating of the tree. And she comes in when it's done. And that's just part of what they do. The kids get to do it with their dad. She doesn't like to do it. So the boundaries are set and it's not her tradition with her family to do it. This is acceptable. This is okay. It does not make you a bad person because you say no to walking out of certain traditions in your household. So thinking about the traditions that do bring joy or experiences that bring you joy. You might volunteer as a family. You might cook together, a special meal together, prepare some, you know, really fun activities together. So for years, my girls and me have absolutely loved every single year making our own Christmas cakes and gingerbread people from scratch. That's just something we love to do. It can be a long process and it gets super messy. And for me, being that inner perfectionist, I need to allow way more time than I think for this so that I don't start to become pressured. Yeah, it can be all fun and games at the start when we put Michael Bublé Christmas tunes on, we start to get everything going, the smell of cinnamon and Christmas spice, loving it, right? We've got our little aprons on and we are just getting in the flow together, But then it comes to the point that we're baking everything and then it's the clear-up job. Traditionally, that used to send me into complete overwhelm and overdrive because then I would be thinking about, I don't have time for this. But when we actually step back and we look at what is it within this that brings me the pressure, it wasn't the activity, it wasn't even the cleaning up that brought the pressure. It was because I was packing too much in and being unrealistic with the time slots that I was allocating. So instead of allocating time slots, I make this a white diary day. Nothing else is in there. We get to be as flexible and as free as we wish. And then if it so happens that everything is baked and tidied and everybody's sat there going, what do we do now? then how amazing is that? We can flick a movie on, we can just enjoy pottering around and doing what brings us joy. So this long process that gets to be messy and then gets to be fun, there's a removal of that pressure by just creating pure white diary space. And this year, we're actually planning to do all of our gingerbread making in the cottage in the north of Scotland that we visit. We've it's our like, annual Christmas stay that we have and um, the cottage is somewhere that we've been visiting for at least the last five or six years since the girls were little. It's set in half an acre of private forest land in the north of Scotland. No phone signal, no phone, no internet, no 3, 4 or 5G. It allows us to just completely down the tools of modern life. To some degree, there's electricity, (laughs) there's a DVD player, basic TV channels, but that reconnection that it brings us is truly priceless. We're in the middle of nature. The river Spey is in the back garden and we can see jumping salmon and just enjoy the ducks in the morning. And it's just beautiful. It really is so, so beautifully connective. That is one of our family traditions. And we know that it brings each of us such joy being there and we reconnect on another level as a unit, as a family. So I know that that supports my personal well-being but also my family's well-being to do that. So an invitation to create meaningful traditions, to focus on activities that foster connection and create these lasting memories that do, really do bring you joy. These moments, these experiences can be simple yet so powerful and it's a reminder of the true essence of this time. So number four, create meaningful traditions. Number five, embrace the simplicity. If you don't know by now, I love a simple approach to things. Never used to be this way. So simplify your plans by focusing on what truly matters to you and this will bring you back inside what do you value, what feels good for you. Instead of getting caught up inside big, massive, elaborate plans and extravagant decorations and, you know, going wild in the food shop with all of these feasts of foods that ultimately either get frozen or you end up binning, which is the sad thing, consider the value of simplicity. Okay, meaningful conversations, shared laughter, genuine connections that hold beautiful significance, than all of the elaborate things that we feel we need to do rather than what we want to do. So allowing yourself the freedom to let go of unnecessary complexities and just enjoy the simplicity of the moment. If you are someone who really, really struggles and you massively overplan absolutely everything, an invitation to have a little bit of a trial run, have some fun and a test this year on just allowing more flow into your life. When I truly learned this years back, I learned the truest of happiness at Christmas time. And I do really hope and wish and share all of this with you that you get to experience that too. So number five, embrace the simplicity. Number six, practice gratitude. And this is our final one. Amidst all of the hustle and bustle as we've talked about during this time, we forget to take moments. Okay, taking a moment to reflect instead of the alarm goes off each morning, we get up, we are busy, 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 hustle, 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 grind, grind, grind. We get into bed that night, we go to sleep, we get back up the next morning and we do a rinse and repeat. Take a moment, reflect on the positive aspects of your life. Practicing gratitude can shift your entire focus from what you don't have and what is lacking to what you do have and what is abundant. So keep a gratitude journal or simply just take a few minutes each day to share or express thanks for the people, for the experiences, for the opportunities in your life that really bring you joy and happiness. And this meaningful practice, being present, affording yourself that mindful practice can contribute massively to your overall well-being, health and not just your happiness. But, you know, this is not just, not just for Christmas. Gratitude is not just for Christmas. This also brings you the abundance of energy to enjoy yourself. So I want to ask you right now, what are you grateful for right now in this moment as I ask this question? And I invite you to come and share that with me either in email or over on my Instagram. Come and have a chat with me in there and share with me what you're grateful for right now. So, as we think about wrapping up this episode today, finding joy in amongst all of the festive pressures that can come for many, you may not be someone who feels it, you may be someone who gets completely crushed by it. It requires a mindful approach, being present in how you feel and what you want. Being realistic with your expectations. What can and can you not manage to fit in? And are you affording yourself this white diary space that I've just talked about? Are you prioritising your own self-care? Or have you allowed that to slip? Because you've said yes to everyone else and all of their wants and needs. Establish your boundaries so that you do not slip into self-sabotage mode. Yeah, allowing these self care moments to slide and, and fall away. Creating meaningful experiences and traditions. We mean meaningful, not I should be doing this, but I want to do this. And embrace the simplicity. Yeah, practice gratitude. And you can navigate this Christmas period with a renewed sense of joy and fulfillment rather than feeling absolutely burnt out and done in. And remember that the essence of the Christmas season lies in connections, in love, in relationships and shared moments that bring warmth into our life and our hearts. So if you're someone who feels the pressures of it all, take a moment to reflect on what brings you joy and happiness during this time and what drains your joy during this time. When you get clear on that, you're able to make more meaningful decisions, to direct your festive period and to really, truly make this the best time that you have had. You always have a choice of how you then choose to respond to that knowledge you find. I truly hope that this episode has instilled a sense of festive fun and happiness and joy And that you will take at least one of these six top tips away with you today to really consider what it is that you need to reflect upon. Is it setting realistic expectations? Is it prioritizing your self-care? Establishing some boundaries? Yeah, we get to say no. Creating these meaningful traditions or experiences. Embracing simplicity and practicing gratitude. Until our next episode, I wish you the most festive, loving cheer and health. I truly hope this episode has sparked something vibrant inside of you. I ask only one thing to help keep these episodes coming, please subscribe and share with another in your life. That's how we reach more women worldwide and we help them step into their power because together we are working to remove any of the stigma and taboo that surrounds menopause. This does not need to be a daunting, a scary, a taboo time in anyone's life. So together, let's make menopause mainstream.